Welcome to the Green Zone Podcast, where it's all about helping you navigate to a better financial future. Your hosts, Jeff Green and Lauren Smith, explore topics that cover your finances, retirement, legacy, and how to live your life to the fullest. Whether you are an oil and gas professional or someone who has built an executive career in another industry, come join Jeff and Lauren in the Green Zone. When you think about long-term investments, you probably focus on stocks, bonds, real estate funds, and, you know, that kind of stuff. But what about cash? Jeff Green and Lauren Smith, what should some key considerations be if you are pondering the pros and cons of long-term investments in cash? Lauren? Take it away. (laughs) So this is an exciting one to talk about today. I think mostly because it's a really hot topic. I think we're hearing from clients all the time lately about cash, right? Yes, we are. And what's interesting is more than $300 billion, that is a lot of money, has flown flowed into money markets in the three weeks ending March 29th of 2023. And that's according to the Investment Company Institute. And that pushed money market assets to a record 5.2% trillion that's trillion with a t trillion <laughs> topping the 4.8 trillion that was around in the pandemic so this is like this is a thing yeah. it's happening everywhere well you know what i always say tell me and god we trust and oh, the rest, and the rest pay, pay cash, cash. <laughs> yeah here we go <laughs> but uh having said that that is a lot of cash and i you know that those numbers are really a little striking to me uh pre-pandemic or you know, I, I guess uh, the or the, the the pandemic peak. You know, the, we've got more cash now than the pandemic, right? Yeah. So that's a lot of cash. And I think you know, what does that stem from? I, I think you've got recession fears out there, although some of that is you know a little starting to change a little bit. We here at Green Financial Group really haven't changed our opinion yet, but you know, we we go with the flow. We're not above saying, hey, you know. We're changing our mind here um, or changing our opinion. But anyway, there's fears of a recession. You had you had, you know, 2008 is still in people's memory. That was a bad year for the stock market, bad, you know, financial crisis, you know, worse than 100 years, they say. So, um, you know, I, I think investors tend to get a little um what but cash heavy at times. Let's, let's put it that way. It just is that thing that just to most people signify safety in a time where you feel uncomfortable. It's easy to think, let me just put it in cash. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so since clients have a tendency to overinvest in cash and by the way, there's pros and cons to this. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say you can never go wrong with cash, but you can never go wrong with cash, (laughs) but here, here we are. And we're our, this conversation is focused around the longer term. Okay, not shorter term. So we all know we all have cash needs in the short term and cash must be held for those needs, you know, if you have them and placed aside and hopefully in something paying you decently in a money market of some kind. But but for the longer term, right, this is where we're focusing this conversation on and with regards to cash for the longer term, I think you need to evaluate what you're really what your cash needs really are. Right. So what 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 expenses do you have coming up? And I think this, you know, boils down to my favorite topic is talking about planning, right? Right. So really identifying what your cash needs are in the near term and in the long term. So 
Are you near retirement? Do you have actual cash needs on a monthly basis where you need your living expenses? Are you planning to buy a house and need to put 20% down in two years? Really focusing on your specific needs and what you know, what that looks like in the near term, but also the long term is something just, it's a good place to start. Yeah. And again, back to the longer term, you know, with inflation running where it is, your cash is not typically going to outpace inflation. So, you know, let's go, let's, if you look at say the typical 60, 40 portfolio, right? So 60% in U S stocks, 40% in bonds. That's been, that's kind of the staple kind of portfolio out there that everybody refers to. Um, had an awful year last year. I mean, like worst year on record. And, uh, it was, I don't even know what the numbers were, but it was down significantly during that time. I think it fell about 16% last year. And that was, that was his worst performance since 2008. Now, typically that kind of portfolio, and this is just a comparison, right? So had I invested in a 60, 40 versus, you know, cash, right? So, so that's the, the comparison I'm trying to make here. So of course it had a, but nothing did well last year, right? I mean, energy did well. If you invested solely in energy, you'd have done great, but who invest just in one sector? Never advisable. Not, not always a great idea. No. So, um, Anyway, having despite that having a bad year last year, that 60-40 portfolio, if you look at what it has done recently, so this is according to the Wall Street Journal, uh, as of April 12th of 20, uh, 2023, so the portfolio with 60% invested in U.S. stocks, let's, we'll look at the S&P 500 for that, uh, and 40% in the Bloomberg U.S. Aggregate Bond Index, that portfolio was up 5.9% this year. So five, up 5.9% in 2023 as of April 11th. Okay. April 12th. April 12th. And as of, uh, and by the way, that and the fourth quarter of last year, it was up 5.3%. So you're up 5.3% in the fourth quarter of last year, plus up until April I say 11th, you say the 12th, um, it, it's up another 5.9%. So it's done pretty well. That's better, certainly better than what any kind of money markets are paying, et cetera. So anyway, I'm not saying go run out and invest in the 60-40 portfolio. Obviously talk with your advisor about that. My point here simply is to say that being invested on a longer term basis is probably going to be better for you than having cash so long as you don't have those certain cash needs right and 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 are investing for the long term would you agree lauren i would agree jeff <laughs> it's just it's always more advisable for the long term to consider a well-rounded portfolio right cash makes sense in certain situations but not always the end-all be-all and there's a lot of factors to consider right what about cds well i mean so a lot of them are, are you know I'm hearing a lot of CDs. I want to go into CDs, et cetera. So uh, the largest retail CD out there, I'm talking about the money market fund. Uh, the largest retail money market fund had a yield of 4.49% as of April 5th, compared to about a 0.06 national average on interest checking accounts and a 0.3% average on savings accounts. So that's a pretty, I mean, that's a difference. That's, that is a big difference. So again, 
when you're considering the 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 CDs or money markets, you got to remember for you know, you but you get your money gets locked up in CDs. I, you know, if we ever do CDs, I like to look at a little laddered approach so you can have some maturing here and there. Along you can the keep way. rolling them into the next kind of keep rolling them in and you can keep them short. You can keep them three, six, 12 months even. But remember, your money's going to be locked up. So you got to be careful there. One thing also to consider when talking about money market funds, many of them do have some sort of internal expense. Yes. So if you're earning two to 4%, it's always wise just to pay attention to whatever that internal charge is, because that is going to come off of the percentage that you're earning potentially. Right. So again, there's this thing called the equity risk premium. You know what that is? Tell me. I was hoping you'd ask me that. <laughs> uh, so it's the gap between the S&P 500's earning yield and the, the yield of 10-year treasuries. So currently, that sits at around 1.59%. So that is a that's very low. That's the lowest, in fact, since we've seen since October 7th. It's that the average of that gap that is about three and a half points uh, since 2008, anyway. So that reduction is a bit of a challenge for stocks going forward. But we've got to remember, and, and so that would risk premium is simply saying if I can get the same yield in a treasury that I can get in a stock, why would I not just buy the treasury? Because it's safer, correct? Correct. So the equity risk premium has, the higher the equity risk premium is, really generally the better it is for you to go invest in stocks. So it's low right now, uh, but that's, I, I think that's, an, that's a number that will, will change uh, going forward. And it's always just been historically better for a longer term investor to have a well-diversified portfolio of stocks, bonds, et cetera, and some cash in there. I mean, we always have cash for our, our, our investors. Um, Especially for those emergency needs. Yeah. There's, it's always wise to have an idea of what your upcoming expenses are. If you, you know, need some kind of surplus. Right. I mean, I can't, I mean, how many times has somebody called and said, Hey, Jeff, Lauren, we got any new roof or. Uh, These unexpected. We had right. a client, I think recently his house got struck by lightning and had to yeah. have some things they had to buy to repair that. Yes. So having cash, I think some cash is certainly prudent. And, but to, uh, but again, back to investors, I think over investing in cash, I think that's something that you need to be wary of and talk with your advisor about, am I too cash heavy? Am I not cash heavy enough, et cetera. There's a balance there. Um, and, uh, it's just, I think it takes a good planner to help uncover what that right balance is for you. Could not agree with you more. <laughs> That's why I love having you here. <laughs> well, I agree with me, Patrice. How, how can people reach you and, and get in on this love fest? Well, well, they can call 713-244-3030, or you can go online at www.greenfinancialgrp.com. Com. And of course, follow, subscribe to The Green Zone. Make sure you know when its next episode is ready for you and share the fun with friends and family. Thanks for being with us. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Green Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. 
Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Green Financial Group is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Jeff Green is the founder of Green Financial Group and a registered principal for RJFS. The Green Financial Group is located at 1400 Post Oak Boulevard, Suite 150, Houston, Texas, 77056, and can be reached at 713-244-3030. Raymond James is not affiliated with and does not endorse the opinions or services of his guests. Investing involves risk, and you may incur a profit or loss regardless of strategy selected, including diversification and asset allocation. An investment in a money market fund is neither insured nor guaranteed by the FDIC or any other government agency. Although the fund seeks to preserve the value of your investment at $1 a share, it is possible to lose money by investing in the fund. Investors should consider the investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses carefully before investing. The prospectus, which contains this and other important information, is available from your financial advisor and should be read carefully before investing. CDs are insured by the FDIC and offer a fixed rate of return, whereas the return and principal value of investment securities fluctuate with changes in market conditions.